Hello, 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 hello. Welcome everybody. I'm just so excited to be here. It is finally the 8th of March. Which means you are now listening to my very first episode. Guys, I'm so excited. I absolutely love and appreciate that you guys are tuned in right now and for those of you who don't know me my name is Gugun Gosi and I am going to be your host for the show I'm excited to be here once again here is to the first of many let's dive right in Hi friends, um, welcome to season one, episode one of Enabled to be Brave. Finally, we are here. The day has arrived. I'm so excited. So, my name is Guru Gosi. I am your host for this podcast. I am a person living with a disability for eight years now. And I'm not even too sure how to start, but I think let's start at the beginning, how I became disabled. So, my name is Gugu Numfundongosi. I am currently a 27-year-old woman. I am a supply chain management student. I am a mother. I like books. I like true crime. I like hanging out with friends and most importantly, I am disabled. Do I really think that is important? Actually, yes, I do. Because if I'm being honest with myself, I have not really accepted myself for being now a disabled person. I think I still live in the former shadow of myself, the Gugungusi from 2015, who was an able-bodied person, a person who never thought a disability could affect them. So that is why I'm here today. I just want to really get up in people's faces my own existence about this disability being real um okay guys just side note if you hear dogs barking you're just gonna have to forgive me unfortunately there is nothing i can do but i am attempting to make this episode as good as possible in terms of sound quality and stuff so how did this happen how did i end up disabled it started back in 2015 i was still in university um i don't think it's important that i mention the university anyways um it was late February towards March. I started feeling sick. Um, 
I started having these headaches, these bad headaches, um, losing appetite. My vision was bad. I was just not having it. Um, I was always sick, always sleepy. There was just a lot uh, into it. I was also losing weight since I was not eating. And then, um, eventually, I had to be admitted to hospital because going to a doctor for a checkup, which is wild at this time, now that I think about it, didn't really work. But yeah, anyways, I fast forward into March, um, mid-March, I think. Yeah, mid-March or late March, I was admitted into hospital and diagnosed with TB meningitis. Wow. TB meningitis, it was literally the first time I heard of that word. Okay, I've heard of TB. I know what TB is, tuberculosis. I know what meningitis is. It's something that has to do with headaches. Well, at that time, that is what I thought. But TB meningitis, in one word, is a disease or a condition or whatever. I was shocked. I was traumatized. Like, what the actual hell? Because, <laughs> mind you... You know, when I was experiencing these headaches, I was just brushing it off. Literally, that is me. I was brushing it off as, ah, I always get headaches. I remembered an instance in grade 11 where I was getting so much headaches. I had to go on chronic medication for headaches because that was just my life. And I thought maybe... I was stressed out about school, so I really brushed it off and I didn't think it was that deep. But lo and behold, <laughs> it is that deep. It is very, very serious. So, TB meningitis. Let me just give you a Wikipedia definition here. TB meningitis is a form of meningitis characterized by the inflammation of your meninges around the brain or spinal cord Ugh, hectic, caused by a specific bacteria known as okay guys I am no scientist mycobacterium tuberculosis Ooh, yeah it is said that at least 20% of cases suffer long-term effects. This includes severe brain damage, epilepsy, paralysis, and hearing loss. Sometimes a whopping 15 to 30% of patients will die, even though this can be managed or treated, but still end up dying. Yeah, so guys, I am basically a survivor. I am a survivor and I actually thank God that I did survive. 
Sometimes I feel like, mm, maybe, yeah, the paralysis was a bit traumatic, but I actually thank God that I am alive to tell the tale. So, how has this affected my life, life after rehab? At some point after being admitted to hospital, I got admitted to a rehab facility down in Durban um, where I had to go through seeing different doctors, especially my neurologist, physiotherapist, teaching me, you know, how to rewalk, if I could say, how to do simple daily activities so um, when I woke up, my life was definitely different. I could not function in the way that I used to function. And mind you, in my head, I thought this was just like a one week, two week thing. So it's really not that deep. I'll just get this rehab thing over and done with, made up with these different people. I can't say I wasn't in it, but I was... In it, in a way that, mm, okay, this is just passing by and they're just being so traumatic about life. So I'm here anyways, let's do it. So life after rehab. So now I'm disabled, right? In my head. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I definitely do not see myself as disabled and I'm just like, okay. It is fine. Um, I'm just living my life as this person who two, three months ago was walking in and around campus, was just living a life, like a full life, if I could say. Not that I'm saying that I'm living a half life, but obviously as a 19-year-old, or by the way, this happened when I was 19, back in 2015, I was just like, oh, okay, if this is how I have to live now, then it's definitely not a life at all. But anyways, it's going to be over before I know it. And yeah, started going to physiotherapy more often. Um, I think one of the biggest things about my experience with physiotherapy, it was the fact that um, I just thought... I'm just doing it. This physiotherapist is going to be shocked and amazed when I rock up and I could suddenly walk. I don't know how I thought that was possible, but yeah, that was me. Um, One of the biggest things as well was being out in public. It was hectic. I don't want to lie. It was... People now staring at me and definitely not for the right reasons that, oh, look at this pretty girl. Oh, look at this one. It was a shame. Why is such a nice young girl in a wheelchair? You know what? Try this. Do this. Do that. Soon, by no means, you will be walking. So, um... 
that was hectic. I never expected it. And as the months progressed, I feel like I hated that. So, in me thinking that this whole phase was just passing and I was going to be okay ASAP and I was going to get back to my life, go back to university, live the life that I know, not this new life. I could say I had some self-internalized ableist views. Hey, it's me again. I'm so glad you're still listening. Chances are, if you made it this far, you definitely like what I have to say. Anyways, I'd so love to hear from you. Write to me about your stories and you can email it to enabledtobebrave at gmail.com or check out the show's Instagram page comment and engage at enabled to be brave okay that's enough let's get back to the show and we are back so ableism my own self-internalized ableism so what is ableism Ableism is discrimination in favor of able-bodied people. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on and on about this. I do this to myself. I have people do this to me all the time. And I've seen um, able-bodied persons do this to other persons of disabilities all the time. So, yeah, it is a lot. So, what are some of the examples of ableism? This could um, appear as believing that a disabled person has less value and worth just because of their disability Assuming that they will be healed or can be healed or can overcome a disability. Mm, Sounds very, very familiar. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll walk. Just do this. Just a little more physio. Just, ah, yeah. Suggesting that they're inspirational for handling everyday activities or routine tasks. Oh gosh, I hate this. I really hate this because, wow. (laughs) If you are not going to clap hands for an able-bodied person doing their bed, getting out of bed, making tea, going to the mall, um, doing their own shopping, then please, please... Do not be weird about it and say, oh, good job for coming out today. Oh, wow. Why didn't you ask anyone to come with you? (sighs) Yeah. We are going to 
have a lot of conversations with my future guests around this. So if you're able-bodied and you've caught yourself doing this, or this sounds like something that you usually do when you come across a person who's disabled, well, you might just want to add the show to your favorite shows on whatever platform that you're using because there is a lot of teaching that I need to do need to yeah yeah I need to teach you a lot about it anyways it is also assuming that they need help all the time and they can't do things for themselves I feel like my friends um especially those that are around me they know how much this takes me off people that are going to fuss and oh no let me just do let me just let me help you i show you my friends know that this is an absolute pet peeve and i know that sometimes when i'm with my friends um or family members which they are used to me they know that oh no google can do this for herself google can manage just fine to another person it may seem as if they're not being helpful but no they're actually helpful when i require the assistance but i just do not like people fussing over me and I know that other persons of different kinds of disabilities would agree with this, that being fussed over is not cute. It is so not the way. And we do not need that. Um, unless I'm like, okay, can you please just help me do this and that? But oh my gosh, please do not make a whole show and tell about it. So anyways, um, I was internalizing all of these feelings and to me it was like yeah um once you find again you know you're gonna be healed you're gonna be fine and i'm not saying that one day i don't believe that you know my situation will get better because currently i'm on a wheelchair and i used to be on crutches and i was very excited about that improvement I loved seeing it for myself and it was very encouraging to see because, you know, it afforded me more freedom. But I placed a lot of value to who I am based on the progress that I was making in this journey. And in turn, I forgot to, you know, literally live through this experience this savor this whole life-changing experience you know for goodness sakes i don't even know um half of the things that i should know as a disabled person i'm literally just bagging it out i literally just oh this is happening to my body I don't know anything about my body. I know that, oh, now I feel pain. I have back pain. 
um, now I have this, now I have this. Um, my body can't function normally when it comes to certain things. And I've never even bothered because I've always been living in this whole, um, you're going to get back to your normal body. And I've never accepted or never, should I say, never loved this body and never listened to it. I've always been living in the perspective of that I am still that person that I was back in 2015. Yes, sure, I'm on crutches. Yes, sure, sometimes uh, my balance is a bit off. It's shady. Yes, sure, my knees are weak, blah, 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 blah. But I'm still me. And as much as that is true, my value has not changed. My body is very different and... I need to embrace this new body that I'm in. I need to take care of new, this new body that I'm in. Um, it's limitations, if I could say that, that this is too much for it. I need to listen more to what it needs or not lean towards what it used to do for me. So it's a journey and it's such things which have also pushed me towards um i could say starting this podcast because i i really don't know much about the disabled community and i'm so embarrassed i'm so embarrassed and i really think that you know, this matters, this community matters, and it is so heartbreaking to just know personally that I I know of the organizations that exist, but I haven't immersed myself in it, and I'm actually quite embarrassed. I am embarrassed, and um, I really want to change that. This is one of the reasons why... <clears throat> Sorry about that. I am doing this podcast. I am starting this podcast. I want to find a community. I want to build a platform where I'll be talking with other people of different kinds of disabilities. What are they facing? What are they going through? Um, how is disability affecting their normal day-to-day lives. Some of the topics make it a little bit... TMI. Um, I want to know about great moments they've experienced while living with a disability, whether they've acquired it at an early stage of their life, they were born with it, they got disabled or became disabled at a later stage of their lives. But I know that there are some key moments where you're like, wow, I can't believe that this is my body now and I can I can still do this and I actually feel so proud of myself. I've had so many similar moments where I'm just like, oh, wow, okay, this is great. <laughs> um, I just found two, three other ways of doing things 
that I used to do, but now because I'm in this situation, I'm disabled, um, I'm doing it in this different way. So it is a triumph. It is definitely a win for myself. I want to empower people that are, you know, disabled, whether it's blindness, whether um, that person is deaf, whether that person is an amputee, whether that person is a quadriplegic, paraplegic like I am. I actually have this friend, um, we always tease each other and say, hey, handicap, hey, paraplegic, you know. So those words, I no longer want those words to offend me. I no longer want them to, you know, be associated to my value that, oh, you paraplegic. You know, I remember people used to get so uncomfortable when I'm like, yeah, because, you know, and they're like, you know, you, yeah, like, no, I don't, like, you're disabled, you're paraplegic, like, yes, say it, it's not offensive, this is how my body is, so I, I definitely want to empower all sorts of persons, and I just want and able to be brave, to be a podcast, to be a platform where we are all coming together. We are all sharing our stories. We are talking about our challenges. We are talking about our goals, aspirations, because I am so proud of being in the disabled community and just knowing that my physical limitation, that, oh, my body can no longer do this, does not take away from who I am as a human at its core. Ooh, getting a bit teary. But anyways, I just know that I'm still the same person that I was, but I am in a different body and I want to embrace this body. I want to listen to it i want to honor it i want to protect it because it's doing a lot for me currently and you know i used to be so ashamed of being a person with a disability and i know that it is wild because you know some people literally look at me and go Oh, wow, you're doing so great. You're just absolutely amazing, blah, blah, blah. But no, that is not the case. I do not feel amazing. I feel shitty. I feel like I could hide. I hate it when people are just staring. They're now staring at my legs. They're shocked that, oh my gosh, you're so young. What happened? <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah another thing if you are able-bodied stop asking people in wheelchairs what happened that is super personal that is super personal um it's like how can i put it it's like a person um 
you are basically attacking me because you can see what challenge I'm living with. It's visible to the eye. But I can't see your issues. You know what you're facing on a daily basis. And I'm not going to come up to you and ask you, what is happening, bro, with your finances? What is happening with your family life? What is happening with your relationship? Dude, OMG, are you okay? Wow, I can't even imagine what it's like. No, don't do that. It is absolutely the pits. Um, I've resorted to just saying 101 different things because I just never know. It's an awkward moment for me. But anyways, uh, back to what I was saying. <sighs> there is so much to celebrate when it comes to this community. And I really want you guys to come on this journey with me. Where I will be learning. Where I will be talking to other persons who are affected by different kinds of disabilities. I want to hear your stories. Whether you are an amputee, quadriplegic, like I've mentioned before, you're blind. I'll just have to see how, um, you know, yeah, um, you are deaf. Obviously, there would have to be someone who is interpreting the sign language for me. But I really want to do amazing things with this new community so I'm going to dub it the enabled pod. Mm-hmm. And obviously this first episode is just an introduction to what happened to me, why I'm starting this podcast, what I aim to achieve with this podcast. But there's obviously going to be a little more structure in the episodes, in the future episodes. And I would so love, you know, feedback, constructive criticism. If you are having a disability or you have a family member that has a disability or there's something that you just want to know, please, 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 um, like I said, um, you can email me. You can interact with me on my Instagram, uh, on the show's Instagram page. Send DMs. Um, I'll be more than happy to shed lights in what I feel I can, you know, answer. And once again, guys, I'm not an expert or something professional when it comes to living with disabilities, but. I'm a person who has experienced it, who is experiencing it. And I just want to talk about my experience. I want to share my story. I want to talk to others because I know that this absolutely matters. Um, Yeah, guys, I am super emotional right now. We have come to the end of the show and I just want to thank so many of my friends that have been so supportive, that have been liking my co- my um, 
pages, um, posts, commenting, sharing, reposting. Guys, it means so much to me. Um, yeah. Also, I just want to shout out to everyone who is living with a disability right now who's listening to this. Um, guys, this is also your podcast. Um, I just need us to all band together. I just need us to be one big community and really just get out there because the disabled community is wide and I have so much to learn. You probably have so much to learn too. We can teach each other so many things. And yeah, um, guys, this is where I am going to love and leave y'all. I've rambled and hopefully there are some key takeaways from this episode. And yeah, guys, thank you so much. Bye.